2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: Coming to you live from Atlanta, but raised on the mean streets of Philly. You'll be able to tell quickly. Just listen. It's the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio.
2: I think you'll be able to tell. You can be able to tell. John Kincaid shows CBS Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans Studios. When you need an expert to help navigate the home loan process, Rocket can. I say radio-free agent John Kincaid because, now not on the network level. I love my friends here at CBS Sports Radio and everything, but, Anthony, it's been eight days, like, like nine days now, How's your,
1: how's your family handling it? How's your wife taking it? Is she about to kill you?
2: She hasn't decided to kill me yet, but I think she could be plotting it. I think she may be plotting it. I'm not sure. Well, you made a mistake getting her that gun for a gift. If anything happens, right? If anything happens to me. I'll,
1: I'll tell the authorities where they
2: should look first. Remember that I bought her the uh, firearm and that, and that it was a... <laughs> That, that <laughs> she needs to be looked after. And I've seen every one of these 48 hours. The 48 hours mysteries, the datelines. I've seen every, every one of them. I'll walk in the house the day she's going to take me out. <laughs> and I'm going to be able to see the signs because I've seen it all before. I won't even let her right now during the course of this little uh, respite from a full-time radio career during the week. I'm even not letting her make my unsweet iced tea for me. (laughs) After seeing how you can put the antifreeze in the unsweet iced tea, and then... Yeah, I'm not letting her do anything. Love you, honey. Love you. John Kincaid's show here on CBS Sports Radio. In all honesty, it's been... Anthony, it's it's been a strange feeling that... um, I miss being behind the mic every single day. But... I already my body feels a little different is that a, like a is that something like tangible like i already i feel a little more i feel a little more rested I think is maybe what it is I feel a little more rested and uh we had a six day week at the gym which is nice and uh well so that's more
1: positive maybe you're going to the new year all um
2: oh looking looking buff. hotter than I oh, already buff,
1: buff hotter be. than i
2: i don't know it could be could be bought and bought a new suit yesterday and was able to take the was able to take the 44 regular right off the rack so I felt good about that All, right off the rack doesn't have to be doesn't have to be amended doesn't have to be tapered doesn't have to be anything so I feel good about that too looking sleek by the way figure I need one uh but let's get let's get this hour started And I hope that everybody will uh, uh, be hanging out with us as much. we got three more hours to go on uh, week three of the NFL. But I must say to the NFL, your dedication to optics is truly, truly incredible. And notice I didn't say admirable. The idea that the NFL is like we're going to find coaches who don't wear masks on the sidelines. We're going to find them because they should be wearing masks on the sidelines. Why? Why? Why should they be wearing masks on the sidelines? Better yet, why should a referee not be using a regular whistle? Why? Well, when the referee blows the whistle, it's uh, it's aerosols. Does the referee blow, Anthony, does the referee blow the whistle ever? Have you ever seen him go right up to a player's face and blow the whistle at them? No. An NFL head coach. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I'm looking at the NFL guidelines right now. Tested constantly throughout the week. Along with every single person that they coach. Tested constantly. Absolutely consistently throughout the week. And I said it to you before and I'll say it again. If two teams test negative, 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 negative all the week long, coaches, 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 negative all the week, You're telling me that Kyle Shanahan or Sean McVay or otherwise has to be wearing a mask on the sideline to talk into their headset. Did you, by chance, Anthony, see the Dodgers team picture that they took?
1: Everybody's in a mask?
2: Yes. Socially distanced with a mask. Excuse me while I throw up a little in my mouth. Here's our 2020 team picture. Aren't we just politically correct? Look at us. Look at us. So... We're piled on top remember remember when nobody was going to be on top of each other in the dugout, Anthony? Remember that remember that talking point?
1: Well they baseball said a lot of things weren't going to happen.
2: And guess what? That wound up did happening. And what's happening today? The end of the regular season. We're going to have the
1: playoffs, baby. Yes.
2: The postseason begins this week. So players are constantly on top of each other in the dugout. Interacting with each other, passing. And yes, they are high-fiving and doing things that they were supposedly not allowed spitting. to do. Yes. Oh, players spitting. Just the other night, because I'm a complete dork, I watched a Braves game, and I watched like six players spit. in in the course of a game, I watched six players spit Braves-Marlins within a matter of like three innings. So, all these things. But the Dodgers take their team picture Let's spread everybody apart by six feet and everybody's going to wear their mask and we're going to take our team picture for 2020. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely stupid because in the Dodgers dugout, they're all on top of each other. And major league baseball, remember they told you about all the things they were going to do. Wasn't there like a 56 page guide to health and, And yes, they've done a lot of the great things behind the scenes. But again, what they showed you is, and I will call it the politics, the politics of fear. The fear-mongering that went on around this virus was horrendous. And we never wavered. We never wavered on this show. Never wavered. This can be done. It can be pulled off. It can be done. Well, guess what? It can be done. It can be done. So now we look at what the playoffs would look like in the postseason. So if the season ended today, the Rays have to play the Blue Jays, team that knows them well. Twins play the Indians, two teams that know each other well. Athletics play the Astros. Two teams that know each other well. White Sox and the Yankees. Dodgers play the Brewers. Braves would play the Reds. Cubs would play the Marlins. Padres would play the Cardinals. We are in for the best week of postseason baseball we've ever seen in our lives. That's a bold statement. But... There is a sudden death type feel to this postseason that honestly, and, and don't tell me about the one-game wildcards. Well, the wild card game, one game, that really does it. This is the culmination of a 60-game season. And if there was any way that I could manipulate things, if I could find a way to be able to manipulate the schedule today, I'd want to manipulate it around a bit. Now, they've updated these numbers here. Let's see here. So right now, Tampa, excuse me, would be the Astros. So now that's been updated off the sheet I had printed last night. So you've got got opportunities here for some really strange matchups. But what you've also got is the Rays, who've been the best team in baseball with the Dodgers. Best team, Dodgers in the National League, Rays in the American League. They now face a three-game series where anything can happen. Like, like anything can happen. Right now, we don't know. We don't know what this is gonna. What this is all gonna look like this week? Three-game elimination series. I mean, this is gonna be an absolute crapshoot. This is going to be. You're not going to know. What is happening from day to day? Because this is a very, very strange setup we've got this year. You have three games. You could see some really good teams get bumped out. So, Anthony, you and I are spoiled losers. Our teams are out. So they're done.
1: Another failed season for the Mets.
2: Yes. Another failed season for them and for the Phillies. That was absolutely, like, Absolutely horrendous. Terrible. Do you want, are you rooting for mayhem? Of course.
1: I love mayhem.
2: So you would like to see the best teams knocked off? So you want to see, you want to see the best teams, like the Rays have been the best team in the American League. You want to see them knocked off? I like chaos. I don't know what I want. Like I, because part of me says knock the Dodgers out. Because the eight-game postseason to me, eight teams in the postseason to me is an absolute joke. That's a joke. But it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun this week, so I'm absolutely a hypocrite. Because I'm going to have a blast, especially when I don't have to worry about going to work. I'm going to have a blast being able to, to watch baseball pretty much around the clock. But... I don't want to see this go on for next year, and the owners reportedly are loving this idea. I hate it. Too many teams in, right? It's Too many teams,
1: but then again, it, the regular season doesn't mean as much. Um, I, I, then I feel like we're not going to, especially like in the American League, I feel like you're going to have a lot of teams clinching early. You're going to know like the who's going into the postseason a lot earlier. It's not going to be as
2: exciting. Yeah, I mean... It doesn't, I don't want to see this continue. The only way that this ends is if we see some mayhem this week. If the Dodgers and the Rays got knocked out this week in the best of three, and I know it's hard to believe that that would happen, but you know, in any baseball season, a three game series, anybody can win two out of three from somebody. If that was to happen, you're going to see the baseball owners go, well, wait a minute, we can't have this happen. Let's say the Dodgers and the Braves. Two best teams in the National League Dodgers and the Braves. Clearly, the two best teams. If they were to get knocked out, and I'm not, I don't want to see the Braves knocked out. I'd love to see them. I'm going to root for them. But if they were to get knocked out, then you'd see ownership change their ideas about these best of threes. Because if you play 162 and have eight teams in the postseason, that sucks. You play 60, I totally get the idea. This should be a one-off, but I don't think it's going to be. Share your thoughts with me, if you will, at 855-212-4CBS, our toll-free line, 855-212-4CBS, sponsored by GEICO. You know right now, GEICO's offering an extra 15% credit on car motorcycle and RV policies, on top of what GEICO could already be saving you. So what are you waiting for? Visit GEICO.com to learn more today. Sean in San Diego is either up early or up late with me. Which is it, Sean?
4: Yeah, well, my day's just beginning, okay? Let's just say that. Hey, listen, (laughs) uh, I got a question. I got a question to ask you, and it's not rhetorical. Please answer for me. Where does your hating come from? Your hating, H-A-T-I-N-G. Of what? Where does it come from? Does it come from uh, the West Coast thing? Because the fact is that the Dodgers or the Padres and the Lakers are going to win a Championship this year, we've got the power. Pac- so wait, wait, 12, wait, 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 is, wait, wait,
2: wait, wait, Why would you, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why would you say, wait, wait, no, 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 you're gonna breathe because Sean, I Sean, positive, Sean, positive. Sean, 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 this is my show. We're gonna have a discussion. I let you talk now, I'm gonna talk. You're just not gonna talk and ramble. Do you want to have a conversation or not? Just tell me right now because yes then we can progress. Absolutely. Okay, okay, where did I hate in the Lakers? Well. Where did I, believe... I hate in the Where did I hate on the Padres? Nothing. What are you talking about? The Pac-12? Are you talking about the Dinky no, Pac-12 okay. or what?
4: Okay, so I'll answer. Sure. Um, I mentioned that because I said or Dodgers or Padres. I love. I, I, I love
2: the dot. The Dodgers are freaking awesome. The Padres have been one of the most amazing stories in baseball this year. I live in Atlanta, so that's why I'm telling you I would root for the Braves because I have my teams out. The Phillies, they suck. So that's why I would root for them. The uh, yes, The Dodgers sir. are awesome. They just got to close the deal. My buddy Stan Caston in the executive front offices does a good job. And uh, so, I mean, there's nothing there. So I don't know what you're talking about. And San Diego is one of my favorite places to go visit on earth. I love it.
4: As is it with a lot of people. But I was going to segue into the Pac-12. That was my start to segue into the Pac-12 um, topic, which is, that it seems like the hating, what I'm talking about, as far as the Pac-12 and you just being really down on them. I've been a USC football fan for 45, 47 years. Um, USC's quarterback is amazing. He's only a sophomore. He was amazing as a freshman. USC, for the first time in a few years, has a really good team, especially the 2021 recruiting class. So I think that you discounted, and look what just happened.
2: Yeah, I'll Um, see them next year. No, No, what I discounted, Sean, I'll see you next year. I'll see you next year. You don't get to play like a five or six game season and then count it and say, qualify us for the college football playoff. I'll see but you next year. The rules. No, so no, the, the, rules. the rules are, the rules are made December ninth, December 20th. We're going to find out the college football playoff and the Pac-12 Absolutely. won't have won't have played enough games. They're not going to be, they're not going to be legit. To they're not going to be legit. The committee According will not take it. Okay. According I've just answered you. I've just answered you three times. Are you listening again or not? The committee's never going to look and go, oh, yeah, we're going to let the Pac-12 have play five games and we're going to count you. No, you guys decided to sit out. I hope you're safe, and I appreciate your call, Sean. Appreciate your call. You guys played it safe. You went with science that didn't exist for, well, didn't exist for the NBA, didn't exist for the NHL, didn't exist for Major League Baseball, didn't exist for the ACC, the SEC, and the and the Big 12. Didn't exist for Major League Baseball. You went with your own science. You doubled down and you lost. And no. Get, well, well, please, please, we're late to the party, but please let us in. Let us in. Look, every time we let the Pac-12 in anyway, we already know what it is. We already know what happens. Lose the inferiority complex. I've said very complimentary things about a lot of things on the West Coast. Eight five five two one two four cbs 855-212-4CBS. The Fallout comes your way next on the J.K. Show, CBS Sports Radio.
3: This is the John Kincaid Show. This is the Fallout. Now on the J.K. Show on CBS Sports Radio.
2: Oh, we've got lots going on for you now because the big boys are back in college football. Big names all over the board. Let's get right to it. Number two, Alabama, because Clemson already has put up a couple wins. They took a weekend off. Alabama takes on Missouri. This is one that they should win quite comfortably. Did they? Here's the legendary Eli Gold from Learfield IMG College.
3: They need the 10-yard line. Max has it.
2: He looks, has time, throws wide open, right side. Touchdown, Alabama. Alabama. Alabama's 18 yards on the reception. And the Tide just doing it again. That time Waddle was on the receiving end. Matt Jones throws for 249 yards. Two touchdowns in less than three quarters. Alabama wins 38-19 over Missouri. Waddle, eight catches, 134 yards, two touchdowns. Najee Harris, 98 yards, three more scores. So there it is. The SEC gets underway it's their 27th win. Tigers coach Eli Drinkwitz uh, gets his debut. So Crimson Tide plays their home opener next Saturday against Texas A&M. I wonder how they did. You'll find out later. 38-19. to Now, Blake, we go to Oklahoma and Kansas State. Number three in the country, Oklahoma. They're going to be fine against Kansas State, right? No chance of an update. Of an upset, I should say, right? No, no wrong. Wyatt Thompson from Learfield IMG College has the story.
3: Blake Lynch missed a couple in three tries two weeks ago, but he's been rock solid in his career. Here's the kick. It's got a chance, and it is good from 50. K-State has the lead with 4.32 to go. It's 38-35. to 41 seconds to go. Here come the Cats. Rattler under some pressure. Fires and it's intercepted. It's intercepted by the Wildcats. Jerron McPherson with now just 34 seconds to go. Oklahoma does not have a timeout. Rattler with
2: his third pick of the day. Spencer Rattler not living up to expectations. Not a good day for Spencer. Skylar Thompson passed for 334 yards, ran for three TDs, and Kansas State, down 21 points, comes back to beat Oklahoma 38-35. Deuce Vaughn, the freshman, catching four passes for 129 yards, and he runs for a touchdown for the Wildcats. That is awesome. Kansas State's first-ever road win against a top-three team in the AP poll. Wow. Up next, Oklahoma traveling to Iowa State next Saturday so Oklahoma they're in trouble now Georgia they look like they were in trouble at least early things weren't going well here's Scott Howard from the Georgia Bulldogs sports network
1: goal to go from the seven Bennett in an empty set throws it softly to the goal line touchdown the tight end Fitzpatrick caught it right on the goal line just spun his way into the end zone for the score seven yard touchdown strike for Bennett his second TD pass of the half
2: Georgia wins 37-10 after a slow start. That John Fitzpatrick, graduate of Marist School in Atlanta. A fantastic high school. Love it. 37-10, Stetson Bennett. Two touchdown passes in the third quarter. Georgia rallies. Dwan Mathis gets pulled in the second quarter. He was 20-29 for for 211 yards. Definitely looked shaky. Things weren't going well. Georgia opens its home schedule against Auburn next Saturday. All right, coming up, Florida at Ole Miss. Florida, the preseason darlings by many in the media. Would they live up to expectations in their debut? Here's Mick Hubert from Learfield IMG College.
4: Ole Miss showing a blitz on the corner. There's the
3: stamp to trash The blitz is picked up.
2: trash looks to throw, fires down the field. Got a receiver. It's Kyle
3: Pitts, and Pitts breaks free. He's going to go home.
2: Gators awesome on offense, shaky on defense. They win 51-35. Kyle Trask, six touchdown passes. Six, count them. 30-42 for 416 yards. That's pretty awesome. Tight end Kyle Pitts, 170 receiving yards on eight catches. Gators get South Carolina next Saturday. So, defending national champion LSU, but they look a lot different. Number six in the nation. than they looked when they won the title. And they look different when you watch the game. Here's Neil Price from Learfield IMG College.
3: Three receivers right, one left. Hill in the backfield with Costello, who takes a snap. Slings it for the end zone. Touchdown, Bulldogs! Oh, Cyrus Mitchell! Oh, my! And he's put Mississippi State in front, 43-34, and over the right shoulder grab in
2: the back right of the end zone. the game ends. LSU upset by Mississippi State. K.J. Costello breaks the SEC all-time in-game passing record with 623 yards and five touchdowns. Yes, Mike Leach has coached one game in the SEC, and he already has his quarterback with the SEC record in passing. Huge win for Mississippi State. LSU visits Vandy next Saturday, but boy, are they going to drop in the polls after that one. Number eight, Auburn take it on 23 Kentucky. Okay, there's not a lot of teams playing, so Kentucky was in the top 25, sue me. Here's Andy Burcham from Learfield IMG College.
4: Dual wide receivers right and left for Auburn. Luke Deal, one of those receivers to the widest part on the right side. Nix to throw, looks, he throws to the end zone. Eli Stove has it, touchdown Auburn!
2: Auburn wins 29 to 13, Bo Nix 233 yards. Three second half touchdowns, including a pair to Seth Williams. And uh, hey, look, it's an exciting win for Auburn. They really needed that one, but it looked ugly early. So, Kentucky still hasn't beaten a top 10 SEC team on the road since they beat number one Ole Miss before I was born in 1964. Oh my gosh. Number eight, Texas, taking on Texas Tech. Well, this one was a wild one. Both teams over 50 points. Here's Craig Way from Learfield IMG College.
3: With the shotgun snap, back to throw, look, swings it out, ball caught, but in trouble. Ball's loose on the turf! Longhorns recover! This game is over!
2: Texas wins, or survives, 63-56. Longhorns rally two touchdowns in the final three minutes. They beat the Red Raiders in overtime. Texas 2-0 for the first time under Tom Herman. So there you go. Sam Ellinger, 262 yards, passing five touchdowns. Texas is home for TCU next Saturday. Texas A&M taking on Vanderbilt. This one should have been a laugh or right, wrong. Here's Andrew Monaco from Learfield IMG College.
1: Spiller to the left of Mond. Kellen, pocket, flushed out to the right. Will throw on the run to Chapman. He's got room and a touchdown.
2: Isaiah Spiller, 117 yards rushing. Not bad, but Texas A&M survives, 17 to 12. Oof, oof. Vanderbilt quarterback Ken Seals was a quarterback, making him just the third true freshman quarterback to start an SEC season. He threw for 150 yards with a touchdown and two interceptions. So Texas A&M survives Vanderbilt. Miami prime time last night. Joe Zagacki from Learfield IMG College at the call. King in the gun, holds his hands out, takes the snap, rolls right side, looking, throws deep down the field. It's going to be caught for a touchdown. It's Wiggins on the other end. Touchdown, Miami. Miami defeats Florida State 52-10. Wow, Florida State. Derrick King, 267 yards, two touchdowns in just three quarters. That's pretty awesome. It was the largest margin of victory for Miami in the series since they won 47 to nothing back in 1976. Pretty, pretty awesome there. Number 13, UCF at East Carolina. Mark Daniels from Learfield IMG College has the call.
1: At the 36 first down night, play fake Dylan Gabriel looking, throwing downfield, wide open, Jay Flash has got it, 25 to the 15, to the 10, 5, touchdown, Jalen Robinson. They go deep, and it's good for 64 yards and a
2: touchdown. The team that has never won a national championship but claims one uh, defeats East Carolina 51 to 28. Dylan Gabriel, that was 408 yards, four touchdowns. And uh, UCF's offense, 632 total yards. The Knights play their first home game next Saturday against Tulsa. I would suggest that with that big loss by Oklahoma yesterday, the door is open for a non-Power 5 team to make the college football playoff this year. Finally, Cincinnati versus Army, 14 versus 22. Dan Hort from Learfield IMG College with the call. Second down and two, Cincinnati as Taylor goes in motion to the right. So two tight ends in that direction. Ritter back to throw. Look to the left. Looks back to the right. Throws. Caught by Dokes. Wide open. Down the sideline. 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Bearcats! Army hasn't defeated a ranked opponent on the road since 1958. Cincinnati wins 24-10. to 10. So there you go. That was your Saturday in the world of college football. There's your fallout. If your team didn't appear on the fallout today... Don't blame me. Blame your head coach. Blame your athletic director. Blame your recruiting. Always fun to have you join us here on the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. We'll get you caught up every single Sunday with the fallout. Great work by our man Tony Pierno.
3: can understand why he constantly got in trouble at school. Class resumes
2: here on the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you so much for making the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio part of your weekly routine. I invite you to tell your family and tell your friends. Got a lot of people who want to get in this morning on the phone lines at 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4CBS. Tony in Chicago gets in first. Tony, what's going on, brother? Hey, John, how are you? I'm good to hear from you, man. What's going on?
0: All right, so I, I would take a 120-game season, expand the playoffs, get rid of some of the stupid rules that they've implemented, like starting second base uh, in, in extra innings. And I have a question. I know I'm a White Sox fan. I, love, I hate the Cubs. I always have. And I mean, I can't stand them. And I know Anderson flips his bat. But at what point that contreras? I thought that was totally, totally wrong. That how high do you want to flip the bat? When, okay. when does it become dangerous?
2: Okay, are you really saying dangerous? As, as I, I was with you, well, I was with you until you said how how much till it becomes dangerous? Come on! Well, I don't know.
4: What if it's what if
0: it's what well what, what if it slips and it goes the other way? I don't it's know. got, it's mean, got netting.
2: they have netting now. So if there were fans in the stands, they've got netting now. So it's not going to. I mean, come on. Like, I mean, right, don't, I don't do, do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Right. Like, Don't make it about safety. If you want to make it about sportsmanship, I love. I honestly, I love the uh, the showmanship. I love the, the, the horsing around and everything. That was a little dramatic. I got to tell you that. And I would be. And next time you get drilled in the uh, backside or drilled in the ribs. Who knows? Uh, Darren in Michigan joins us. Darren. Welcome to the John Kincaid Show. How are you?
3: Hey, good morning, John. You know, I wanted to talk a little bit, kind of piggyback on what you talked about with the optics that the NFL has put out there as far as mask wearing.
2: It's not only them. By the way, it's not only them. It's that Dodger team picture. Uh, Everyone wear your mask, stand six feet apart. Though we constantly are on top of each other. It's just, it's just, it's optics. And that's BS.
3: Well, the absolute most ridiculous thing I've seen is uh, coach Sean McVay, who is wearing a face mask, also feels the need to cover up his lips with his play card because God forbid, you know, someone apparently has
2: X ray vision and can read his <laughs> lips through the face mask, right? No, I mean, you know what, you what? know what they you know what though? I'm telling you this. They have coaches that are they have coaches and interns that are monitoring that. I'm not kidding you. That is, I know it for a fact. Oh, I I know it for a fact.
4: Oh, I believe you. It's ridiculous. As a
3: fan, as a viewer, it's very distracting to see the coaches constantly tugging at their masks, pulling right. them down to talk to someone, then pulling them back up. Or yeah. one they I have it just is... is
2: I, and again, it's all it's right. all optics. It's op- right. optics. That's all it is. All right, brother, i got to write. Right. Aaron in Ontario, Canada, joins us. Aaron, how are you?
3: Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks for taking my call. Aaron, are where doing? are
2: you? Where are you in Ontario?
3: Mississauga.
2: Okay, I've heard of it. It's
3: You're near never... Toronto. We're like okay. a, we're a okay. suburb Beautiful. of Toronto.
2: Wait a minute is it is it a lake?
3: No, uh, no. But what's funny is when Obama came here, he visited Mississauga, but he called it Missawwa ah. and that that is a lake.
2: I think my uh, <laughs> I think my my sister in law may live up there. She lives outside of Toronto, so maybe – and that could be it because that sounds very familiar to me. What do you got going on this morning?
3: Well, I'm going to piggyback. I don't want to be redundant in talking about the optics here, but I want to bring up something else I saw um, that I find makes this even more funny. is uh, In hockey, uh, seeing a player's wife sitting up in a GM's box by herself wearing a mask
2: oh, yes. and
3: in basketball – having a certain logo across the court and then these guys running around, smacking into each other, not wearing masks. Then they enter a press room where there's nobody. So they're sitting in an isolated area, talking to a screen, talking via satellite, yet they're going to throw on a mask with that same logo. And to me, it's just propagating more confusion and propaganda.
2: It is. That's all it is. I mean, it's, it's the, the, the mask thing with the, uh, around these sports, what did we hear Uh, for baseball? A 63 page, like health and wellness guide, that these are going to be all the protocols we're going to follow. You've seen a million of them violated already, and baseball's been just fine. Thank you, Aaron Sabah. How are you this morning, Sabah?
0: There, Mr. Kincaid. Always a pleasure on a Sunday morning. Or how are you this funny. morning? What's going on? I'm doing on? great. I'm doing That's great. Good to hear. Quick, quickie okay. on the. Um, anybody that plays Lakers is the best player. Always gets in foul trouble. You know that Jokic guy was constantly in foul trouble. But yet now, he was getting hacked right and left. They just now, made but, a point. They won a LeBron in the
2: finals. Well, I disagree with. See, I disagree with you on that. Oh, I, God, I, I think he was. Look, I, I, I do. I think uh, stars get the calls. Absolutely, stars well, get the certain calls. Stars,
0: but certain yeah, stars. they get
2: the they get the calls. But they did were Jamal clearly Murray got
0: a flagrant going away from a screen. LeBron James setting.
2: I didn't understand that one. That is one call go. that I did so not the understand. The fix is
0: in, buddy. Um. Um, I wanted to comment more about, um, in in the NFL, quarterback play. We've been seeing some really great quarterback play. Obviously not our two quarterbacks, but we've been seeing some very good quarterback play. And, of course, I come from the angle of the Redskins. And um, I call into the local uh, Redskins shows, and I say, you know, I think that we should go in a different direction or at least try Kyle Allen to see because we cannot – um, we, we can't even evaluate the rest of our receivers, our tight ends, our line. We can't right. because the ball is so overthrown, uh, we, the the accuracy is so bad, the footwork is so bad, and, and you know, I'm called a hater. Uh, people calling on after uh, she she's just hating. Why can't you debate without hate?
2: Well, I don't understand either. Something. It's like the gentleman uh, earlier giving me lips saying, oh, wh- wh- where's the hate for the West Coast? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like right. people get, it's a
0: buzzword for they don't have the facts on their side, so they have the name call.
2: Yeah. I'm confused. <laughs> it's, it's, it does work out that way sometimes. Uh, look, it's a, um, you got to be excited about your defense. How about that?
0: I am. I am. But the defense does you no good if you cannot score. So I guess our defense has the score, I guess.
2: There you go. And that we could, well, that, guess what? That's how you're going to win for a while. I appreciate your call. That's how you're going to win for a while. That's what it's going to be. You win for a while doing that and – maybe the washington football team is on its uh is on its way back. Uh Anthony, look at your typing on this that you sent to me cuz I don't want to s- j- say the gentleman's name wrong. It's Nithin. Nithin. Okay, I, I was thinking Niffin it was in Jackson,
1: New Jersey. That what's is where next?
2: that is where 6 Flags is. Nithin, right? Hey, what's up, John? That's where 6 Flags is, right? Nithin? Yeah. Yeah, how yeah. you doing? Hey, yeah. what's going on, brother?
5: Yeah. Um yeah, so I live like five minutes away from Six Flags, so There you go. <laughs>
2: Very cool. So did I tell you my monkey story ever on the air? Oh, uh, I don't I don't think so. I don't know. My dad my dad had one of those cars back in the seventies mm. that had one of those partial landau roofs where they put the vinyl on the roof to make it look like a convertible. Yeah. And we went to Six Flags Great Adventure and they said, Don't drive through here. Oh, because the monkeys will peel your Landau roofs. My dad ignored it, and we had monkey peels where the monkey had dug their n- nails in and peeled our Landau roof, and my father never would get it repaired. So oh my I had, God. the first car I ever drove was a Malibu, and it had monkey claws in the roof. It became a talking point. Wow. There you go. That's there you There you
5: go. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, before I get to my points, I was I was on your show a couple of times way back, I think, uh, and um, I uh, I do a sports podcast uh, show now on my on my uh, myself, and it's called the NR Hour Show, and um, I would like to have you on the show one day uh, if you don't mind.
2: I think that we can. I think we can arrange that sometime. I think we yeah. can absolutely arrange that sometime.
5: Yeah. So yeah. So now quickly with, to my points. Um. So uh, obviously, you know, I'm a big Dallas Cowboy fan, and uh, what a big win in week two with the Falcons, and um, I don't know what the Falcons did there with the onside kick, but now... Uh, the Falcons another...
2: don't know what they did with the onside kick. They have yeah. no idea what they did either. But that's yeah. the Dan Quinn regime. That's sort of been the, the way things have went here.
5: Yeah, so uh, so we have another tough test in, uh, against Seattle in Seattle. So hopefully, um, I don't know what the line on that score, I got to check it out. But um, ho- um I think... Five be... and a half. Nine and a half, okay. Five No, oh. five and a half. Oh, five and a half. Yeah, so um, I I feel confident that we can go in there and beat Seattle. But, we ha- um, I mean, Russell Wilson is obviously playing uh, great football right now, and um, our defense is a concern, and we've given up a lot of points oh, yeah. in, in two games. Here's, so
2: Here's what I'm hoping, Nathan. Appreciate your call. Here's what I'm hoping. I hope the Dallas Cowboys crash and burn. How about that? Hope they lose 58 to nothing today. That would be awesome. All right, Chad in Hawaii joins us. Chad, what are you doing up? Hey,
4: good morning. I, I'm just up. Tomorrow is Sunday. I can sleep late. I'm just up. And
2: oh, my I gosh. Thank you for again, the golf yeah? balls. Thank you for the golf oh. balls. I got them this morning. Great. <laughs> That's great.
4: I'm glad to hear you're doing fine, um, John. Doing
2: fine. Um, my, Absolutely doing yeah. fine.
4: Yeah. My, my question here is, how serious are you about UCF actually making a college football playoff?
2: I am absolutely – I got to run, Chad. But, yes, um, let me tell you, I absolutely believe they will be in contention if they're unbeaten, they will be in contention for the college football playoff because I don't believe Texas will be undefeated. We already know Oklahoma's not undefeated. Uh, Oklahoma State, PU, PU, I've watched them twice. Awful. So I don't think anybody's getting in out of the Big 12. And the Pac-12 – despite that caller earlier give me a break yeah we're gonna play're we're, we're gonna start later than everybody else we're gonna start like Thanksgiving weekend and then put us in the college football playoff sorry sorry only the bold and the beautiful the brave and the strong get to play you sat out enjoy the sit out you sat out enjoy it my Super Bowl pick in the AFC Bill's got the Rams today Bills beat the Rams. I'm going to start feeling like I'm going to start smelling myself a little bit. I'm going to feel good about that Super Bowl pick of the bills. Notice I'm going to ignore talking to you about my Super Bowl pick in the NFC, the Minnesota Vikings, who have been putrid. But that Bill's Rams game today, that that has got my early attention today. We'll get into more of that throughout the course of the show today. The Raiders taking on the Patriots. Raiders, they go and win that game, then I'm really going to believe. I'm going to believe that they could be somewhat legit. Somewhat legit. They're not Chiefs legit. They're not Ravens legit. But they would be legit. Seahawks, you know, Seahawks, Cowboys, again, Russell Wilson, throw for seven touchdowns. No, 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 no. Run for five, throw for two. Just really, really get them upset. And then Packers-Saints, there's some really, really good matchups. Drew Brees, by the way, this week, a little defensive. Drew Brees a little defensive about the worst yards per completion in the NFL. I guess it's better than leading in interceptions. I guess it's better than other things. But Drew got very, I don't pay attention to that stat at all. Okay, Drew, other people do for a reason. Got to be able to get the ball downfield. All right, coming up next hour of the show. Injuries all over the NFL. Coincidence? I think not. Plus, the Celtics or the Heat? Are we talking about a sacrificial lamb coming your way? We'll get to that. Plenty more. JK Show halftime, CBS Sports Radio.